Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hi queens. Welcome back. Happy December. I (laughs) can't believe I'm saying that. So crazy. From our episode last week, I feel like we have to clear this up because... Danielle's mom texted us and really oh helped God, us discover that, okay, basically no one else corrected us. So maybe you guys are just confused with us, which is fine. We are going to like educate everyone here that the difference between a family room and a living room. <laughs> so I literally was under the impression that the living room was the one with the TV. I don't know why. I just like, that's where you live. I like don't. <laughs> don't understand why there's and two then names for it, but okay but we were wrong or i was wrong in saying that so the family <laughs> room is actually the one with the tv and then like that extra side room that you have that is considered the living room yes she texted me this week and said just it's listen so to a couple minutes of your podcast so the family room <laughs> is where the tv is living room is more formal think you're why does family room sound more formal and living room sounds more casual to me? I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I I, I've shout out literally to Danielle's always, mom. Yeah, shout out mom if you're out. listening. Um, super sweet. Love that. <laughs> we needed that. So funny. So now I will speak of the right room. I will still <laughs> forget. So <laughs> I won't. So personally. funny. Yeah. So funny. Okay. Any other updates? Um, we're still working on our trip. It's moving a little slower than we hoped, but yeah. we think it's going to be worth it. So we've had people I ask feel about like, it and just we're getting there. Yeah. I feel we're like the, there, the trip that we're trying to do is not one that we've really seen. And so I... I guess it's taking a while to give us the updated information, but yeah, we're so excited. Truly so excited. So there's that. And then what else? Oh yeah. We're going on a trip this coming weekend, which we're so excited about. I feel like we haven't really posted where we're going So podcast listeners get to hear it first. We're going on a little snowy trip to Vancouver Mm -hmm. and we're so excited. So if you guys have any Vancouver regs, we need all of them. We need cute coffee shops. We need restaurants for dinner. We need photo spots. I don't know. We need it all. Yeah, we're so excited. I've never been to Vancouver. Wait, have you? I keep forgetting. We've been to the airport, but we haven't been outside oh, of right, the right. airport in Vancouver. Yes, so um, excited. Yeah, so excited for that. And like we're hoping, praying, manifesting snow. So we're going to go find some snow while we're there. It just depends how far we have to drive to find yeah. it, you know? But that's okay. We'll find it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I feel like that's kind of the updates right now nothing too crazy um yeah, what I feel is like getting ready for the holidays i know that's crazy that they're here already so yeah anyway, what is your influence this week what is, what are you obsessed with okay my influence of the week i actually was up until like 2 a.m with josh <laughs> doing this shout but out shout out josh <laughs> i just got wallpaper (laughs) I've never had wallpaper before but I saw this 
what it, I think I saw it on Pinterest or something, but there is this wallpaper from Love Shack Fancy. They actually have a lot of wallpaper. It's really cute, but it's a super cute, like little dainty rose wallpaper. And so we were up until 2 a.m. doing this because it was a lot harder than we thought it was going to be. Um, and I have textured walls. I feel like you're really lucky like if you don't every, have textured walls. I feel like walls. most people do unless you have like a new build or you yeah. like do a custom home or something. Like, I don't know why they have to make them textured. I know. It makes same. no sense to me. <laughs> I would love to have just like flat walls, but same. I don't. So we had to do a little DIY thing where we are actually taping the wallpaper to the wall. And it was this whole thing. I filmed some of it. So I'll show you guys what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was this whole thing. And it was only like a little, like one wall so not even finished with it yet but it took a very long time but it's so cute it's very worth it and I'm obsessed with it and I got this little vanity that looks really cute like next to it so I'm excited still like redoing this like studio office room and it's coming together I actually just also (laughs) made Josh repaint it with me white because I'm showing Alyssa like literally that's the white and like this you can't really tell okay I feel like you can't really tell I'm trying to show her but (laughs) we got the wrong white don't get eggshell finish if you guys are trying to paint a room white because I got white but it was an eggshell finish and I swear it just looks yellow I'm confused so had to repaint and that was a whole thing so is wallpaper yeah. expensive? I don't think I've Honestly, ever bought wallpaper in my life. Sounds like it would yeah. be. Yeah, because you buy it per yard. And so oh. I love Shack fancy. I mean, it's not like crazy, but if you're going to do a whole room, it could be like definitely up right. there. But if you're just like, doing one wall, then it's Yeah, like for example, I bought two rolls and it was 200 something, but Love Shack Fancy is like a little more expensive and I'm pretty sure it was on sale. So yeah. Huh. So cute. Yeah. Super cute. Love that. What about you? What's your influence of the week? Okay. My influence of the week is that viral Zara coat. I don't know if you, what, if you guys think Oh my gosh, I cannot speak. I don't know if you guys know <laughs> what I'm talking about, but my explore feed is just completely filled with it. And I am, I get targeted so easily. And then it's like, if I see it so much, then I'm like, oh my gosh, I want that. Did you get and it? And so let me tell you stories. <laughs> okay. So I checked online and it was sold out. It was just like out of stock. And I was like, okay, of course I'm like lead to this. And like people have been posting it for a while. It's just like, it's like a very fluffy coat. And then it's, it's not cropped, but it's kind of just like waist length. So it's not short. It's not long. It's like normal. Is it Super white? cute. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the viral okay. photo is like this girl in an elevator wearing it with a baseball cap and she has a huge Birkin and then she's like wearing jeans, I think. And like that photo is all over. And then I keep getting videos of like everyone like being like trying on the viral Zarako and like that's all mm. I see. So I went online, I, I searched the like reference code and it was out of stock and then you can check to see like locations. So I just checked to see if it was like in my area and it actually said that the UTC mall had it said like last few items and I feel like anytime I look for last few items and I go I usually find it so I was like okay I'll go look so I was driving to my nail appointment and I was gonna be late if I went to the mall but I was like 
I never go to the mall. It's Friday morning. I don't want to go to the mall after my nail appointment because it'll be Friday afternoon. It'll be too busy. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to go real quick, like zip in and out. Like, so I go, I go in there, look for it. And it is nowhere to be found. Nowhere. I circled the store and I was like, I don't even have a lot of time to do this. So I need to like be quick. I like looked in like the dressing room, like hanging rack where like people like hang the stuff they yeah. don't want, like couldn't find it. So I was like, this is so annoying. And of course, no one working there was like around so I was like Mm -hmm. okay I guess I'm gonna leave like that was an epic fail so as I'm like walking back to the parking garage to my car I'm like I'm just gonna check online again and of course I check online and they had some in stock and I got a large because I always size up in those things so they had a large available online and I was like I should have just checked before I went to the freaking mall in the first place but it's fine it's like a whole thing going (sighs) to UTC yes so anyways I immediately like was checking out as I was running back to my car to get to my nail appointment but yeah Uh, so I did get it and I ordered it so I'm hoping it gets delivered before our trip because it's like super it's just like a cute fluffy jacket that I feel like looks cute in the snow so yeah I'm really excited about it and just like all like the fluffy coats in general like the faux fur the sherpa Mm -hmm. just like all the winter coats I just love the textures and I feel like they look so cute in photos because you're just like all bundled up and fluffy so I feel like I feel like now that we're in December we've officially kind of shifted into winter you know so it's like no more like fall it's more winter I know it feels like winter I actually looked up what the first day of winter was because I'm like like late December and it's yeah it's like December 20 something and I'm like oh yeah which is interesting but it's December is winter so it doesn't matter yeah so yeah that coat like I don't know why but just like when something is out of stock or hard to find, I take it as a personal challenge. I like challenge <laughs> yeah, you myself really <laughs> to like find this item. I and I found some on eBay. There was some on Poshmark, but it's oh like God, hard to tell. If, are they like, like upselling? Yeah, definitely. And like sometimes you can't tell if it's like the exact product unless like they actually put the reference yeah. number. So yeah I was like really digging and like really committed to the search I don't know why I'm like this but like I get like so like zoomed in on like once I commit to this like search I am like committed and I will not let up until like the mission is accomplished basically love that Capricorn energy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so I won my mission I won my challenge and I found the code so love it so can't wait to see it I'm gonna look it up after this I'll I'm sure I've seen re- it I'm I feel sure like, the million, like every coat looks the same feed, to me right it's now it's literally on there like it's it's truly everywhere so yeah I'm excited but that's my current influence Cute. you know love it <laughs> that's exciting um, okay cool so okay so for this week's episode we thought we would kind of just do like a what we used to do versus what we do now just to kind of compare and contrast like how we've changed and I would say like involved evolved and like improved over time and just things that like because we've learned and we've like trial and error and all those yeah things. I feel like also 
if I listen, I, I hope this can be like inspiration or just some inspo that you guys can take if you do the things we used to and how we do it now, because I feel like this is just an easy way to get from like point A to point B way quicker than it took us starting out to now. So yeah, I feel like this will be a fun episode comparing what we used to do when we first started and now. And two, I feel like also remember, I feel like Instagram changes so much. I feel like especially now it feels like Instagram changes like every month. But like when we were starting out, like it was like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just like this thing that didn't change. Like it was just very like simple. Yeah, that's true. I would say like so simple. Like when we were starting, like stories were barely a thing. There were no reels. We had IGTV. Um, and like no one really did that and there wasn't no. any incentive literally any it's At not all. like that that would not get like pushed out did we no. even have the explore feed like i genuinely don't we know we did but it was like generated by hashtags like hashtags were, were what like got you on explore yeah i cannot remember like so back in the day so like yes some of these things like are in that kind of setting but I feel like it all kind of still applies so yeah like Danielle said just like maybe trying to help you guys to just you know skip some steps and get there a little quicker than we did so okay the first section we're gonna talk about is pitching and I feel like pitching in a sense is kind of the same but kind of different um I just feel like it's like how we approached pitching, which is what's changed the most. So just like, I feel like an example would be not being as confident in our pitches. And I feel like you could tell by how we were writing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like it was very, how I would write pitches were very passive, very like, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but very much like, oh, if there's... If there's any spots, I would love to be included in this campaign. But if not, no worries. Like, no worries now. Yeah. Like, we're not saying no worries anymore. So many worries. Excellent. There are many worries. Like, I would rephrase that now and just say, it like it literally just ask straight. Like, Uh is there a spot available in this campaign? Question mark. That is it. Okay. Exactly. Like, Like, I. We're done softening it. Don't Mm -hmm. soften the question. Just ask it straight. I feel like that is when you're going to get an answer. Right. Like there's a way to be like polite and professional Mm -hmm. and still get to the point and just making sure you're asking yes or no questions so that when they respond, they have to either answer and be like, yes, we'd love to add you to this campaign or no, this campaign is full at this time, but we have another company campaign coming up that we'd love to add you to blah 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 whatever the conversation is but yeah none of the like wishy-washy like oh like I would love to join if there's room yeah like like, okay just kind of yeah like exactly like okay (laughs) like okay great um also if they say yeah like if they say there's no room and like that's pretty much all they say or like there's no spots available for this upcoming season whatever I would ask what kind of campaigns they're doing in the next season or literally just asking like is there um any opportunities in 
say March, like something after this. Oh, okay, none, none in the new year. Okay, like what about Valentine's Day or something? Just be direct and know what you're asking for and what you want and show them that you're really committed to working together. And this will also probably entice them to follow up with you slash keep you in mind more than other people. Yeah, and I feel like too, if you want to go above and beyond, you could honestly pitch a campaign idea, say Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm -hmm. You could like create like a Valentine's Day mood board or like pitch an idea or creative concept that you would shoot. And I feel like brands really like that because you're also showing them the effort and you've thought about it already. So I feel like even by putting in that work, which I feel like it doesn't take that much time to do that, brands would be like oh yeah we'd like love to work together on this like we love your concept you know Mm -hmm. and then you can discuss rates and all that but yeah I think that probably lock you in faster than like they probably didn't have anyone in mind now you're now you're in that Mm -hmm. that's the vibe and I think another thing too is like I used to write such long emails like I Mm -hmm. literally would introduce myself in paragraph one in paragraph two I would say like why I loved the brand and like what products I've used paragraph three I would like pitch my idea (laughs) um paragraph four I would like wrap it up say your insights like key insights yeah, yeah that was paragraph four and then I would like sign off on my email and like that's a really long email and I'm sure most of the time no one read it because it was way too long and just not to the point it was like they don't really care that I'm a what did I a fashion blogger living in SoCal (laughs) I'd be like hi my name is Alyssa and I am a fashion blogger who lives in SoCal I love the beach (laughs) yeah like Like, I would like literally describe myself and yeah (laughs) and you know like so sweet but (laughs) we don't I just I feel like when I get emails that are like four paragraphs long I literally immediately skip over them or I'm just literally just skimming Mm -hmm. to see like key parts and I'm sure they're doing the same so maybe like it's sweet and you know if I'm trying to pitch myself to a brand that I genuinely love I'm obsessed with like I'll throw that in there but I'm not gonna write how I bought them in 2015 and have been using them ever since like every single like I don't know that I feel like if you can shorten that up like do that but you don't yeah, need to it's give like them a whole keep, backstory keep the main points and like that's it I think yeah the shorter the better because I think it is important to like if you have genuinely been using them or you've recently posted about them like definitely link those posts be like hey here are you know three posts that I've done recently Mm -hmm. and then like link 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 like actually link it so they can click it like don't make them do extra work like you have to make it as easy as possible for them so if you just literally like copy and paste your link in so they can click it and see the post where you tag them I feel like that does help too but it's like you don't need yeah. that extra fluff of like introducing your like obviously say who you are but like you don't need your backstory like I personally wouldn't really add insights like if they're interested they'll ask for them mm-hmm. um but yeah I feel so like just, just want to see your Instagram like make sure that's linked in your signature or even mm-hmm. if you link it or again just link for it in the email yeah. yeah so I think that that is like another learning point two is just keep it short and simple there's no need to write a novel no one has time Mm -hmm. for that everyone is reading a bunch of emails so 
just like maybe if you're not getting a response, maybe your emails are a little too long so you can go back and like follow up and maybe shorten it a little bit and that might help too. And I feel like because I was writing such long emails, I would end up sending like the same kind of generic email to everyone because I would like take that like long intro and then my insights and then like I would pretty much only tweak the one paragraph about the brand but then like send the same email to everybody because it would take me so long yeah and I think sending generic emails is just not gonna really get you anywhere yeah like like the copy paste era I remember everyone I feel like did this and it's completely fine like honestly it saves a lot of time but like the saved templates sorry (laughs) what just happened we're like facetiming each other right now on instagram and all of a sudden some like buttons went off what was that did you touch something no i didn't touch anything like what okay instagram's agreeing with what we're saying oh my god yeah they're like you're you guys are giving a great podcast on instagram (laughs) okay um truly don't know what that was but anyways where what was I talking about oh the copy paste like templated email which is fine but yeah we were out here sending I want to say like 20 pitches a day 10 to 20 pitches a day same same like little template I think I would literally just change the name of the brand like yeah. that's it and I had the biggest fear that I was gonna like forget one so I would have to like reread this email like so many times making sure I like changed it to the right brand name and I just feel yeah. like it's more genuine when it's not so fluffed like when these brands are there's so many brands that email and it's so obvious copy and paste like it's yeah it's like we have been following you for we have been following you for a long time and we adore your content and the way that you like they'll say something really generic that I Mm -hmm. know they're sending to everyone else which is fine but like I just like the short and sweet like I don't know just no beating around the bush like love your Hayden y'all love your content we we think that we could work really well together like just short and sweet okay Mm -hmm. less is more yeah that's the vibe now yeah so I think obviously the way we pitch is now very very different but we have learned along the way and have adjusted obviously with how the industry has changed and all that and I think another thing is accepting no sorry my computer just randomly turned off what is going on tonight (laughs) we're back technology we are back yeah okay so accepting a no um sweet sweet and simple like we move on oh wait hold on I I I remember why I wrote this and that was not my point (laughs) that was not my point okay file this episode under the unhinged episode I know the chaotic like what is happening I think Mercury's in retrograde okay okay we hold on rewind we used to accept a no I'm like yeah just accept a no okay in my my head I was like oh if it's not meant to be like we just accept it move on we don't force it but I think when I wrote because we write like bullet points and notes um when I said this I meant like we keep following up and we don't immediately like if we want to work with a brand we'll make it happen in some way or another send your follow emails which also like kind of goes into this is like we used to not follow up like 
Well, I didn't. I feel like you always were really good at this because you came from a sales background, but I always thought it was annoying if yeah. I would follow up well, too it's much. Hard. But now it's I definitely hard to not feel annoying when you're following yeah. up, especially if you're not getting responses. So I think if you just kind of like switch it into that business mindset and not Mm -hmm. obviously not taking it personally, like it's not a personal thing against you that this brand has, like there are just business things that they're dealing with. So it's like, maybe if they don't answer, then you follow up within like a week or two. If they don't, I mean, I feel like I personally have no shame and I will literally follow up okay I feel like my limit is actually five if I go five follow-ups with no answers then I'll stop because that's just kind of obvious I feel like but Mm -hmm. I use the plugin streak for gmail I talk about it all the time and it, it shows it's like a sales funnel kind of plugin but I literally only use it to see if someone has opened and read my email because I feel like that's just such beneficial information to have because it's mm-hmm. like if you're pitching someone and they're not opening it maybe they they don't have that email anymore like you're emailing the wrong person like I feel like that's very different than if you are emailing someone and they are opening it and they're not responding yeah so it's just like good information to have and then you can say like, okay, like I sent this email, they opened it, but they didn't respond. So I'm going to send a follow-up because it's like, you never know what is going on on the other side of the computer with the brand rep. Like maybe they opened your email and then they had to immediately run into a meeting and then they got 20 more emails while they were in this meeting and then they just forgot or it got lost Mm -hmm. or buried or whatever. So like, yeah, it doesn't hurt to follow up and just say, I literally sometimes will just say like following up here. And like that's mm-hmm. it. Like you don't. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It just needs to bump the original email back to the top of the inbox, and then they'll read it. So, and then usually I'll follow up like again. Just be like, hey, just wanted to check in, see if you saw my previous email. Would like looking forward to hearing back. And then if they don't respond again, then I'll be like follow like circling back. And then my fifth email will be following up one last time. Would love to like hear your thoughts. And then I feel like if they don't answer, then like I'll just try to find a new contact at that point. Like still not taking no. Like it's like if the brand literally like it's like honestly keep going until the brand specifically says no. Like keep going until they give you that hard no because why not? And at the end of the day, it's like if you're not pitching yourself, someone else is pitching their exactly. self. So it's like, it's just part of the job. It's sales. It's like what you have to do. And so it's like, don't feel bad. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel like you're bothering people. Like that's just part of the job. And I feel like at the beginning, you don't know that. And it's like, you're so timid or just hesitant to do that. But then it's potentially like you're missing out on an opportunity. So yeah, exactly. I always I appreciate when brands follow up sometimes because like genuinely, it's crazy how many junk, stupid emails I get in my inbox that like I just don't even go to the second page of my email usually. Like right, right. So if it gets like during the day, then you're not gonna yeah, yeah. So. I feel like that's a good way to think about it. They're probably doing the same thing. Or like sometimes I'll open something and I'll need to like think about it or it'll kind of be on my like to do later list and then I forget. So when the brand bumps it back up, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally forgot. Like I need to respond to this. Yeah. So it goes both ways. So don't feel bad. It's it's just how it is out here. 
So I feel like that's kind of what we used to do with pitching and what we do now. So glad we have learned and come a long way with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing is shooting content. And I know we've like talked about this a lot with you guys. So we just kind of want to recap this part, but we literally used to have no plan no plan at all like we would get in the car we'd have our bag with some random clothes in it and then we'd be like where do you want to shoot today where should we go today and like not even have our locations like planned at all i mean we would know the like general ones but like we didn't have it specifically planned like we do now and then it would take so long because we would put our outfit on and be like oh well i actually don't like how this outfit looks like i need to tweak it or like Mm -hmm oh I don't know if this goes with this location now I need to like figure out a different outfit and it was like this whole chaotic mess that like took up so much time and so I I cannot believe we used to do that like it's so crazy to think about that now because yeah how did we get anything done I know and then it's like a whole thing also when you're traveling you obviously are not Um, familiar with what is around or where to go but I feel like I'm even down to the point where we are on Instagram like searching locations before we go to where we're traveling to to prep and plan and know where we're trying to shoot Instagram has like a map feature where you can find places on a little map i'm i love that feature so much i'm so glad that they about that yeah i'm so that's literally how i found every single location i shot at in turkey which like obviously i'm not finding many i i just don't have a lot of turkish like bloggers that i follow so that really helped um so yeah we always kind of have a plan a vibe like an inspo photo something and that has done wonders truly like even calmed anxiety in that sense like I just feel like things feel more streamlined and less chaotic and not under our control I guess Mm -hmm. so yeah always having a plan down to the inspo photo is what works the best knowing what locations we're shooting at knowing which outfit we're shooting at each specific location and then yeah having either like the pose or the inspo photo ready so that we know like if you're shooting with someone you can tell them like hey this is kind of like my vision or what I want it to look like basically so yeah and like sometimes the easier yeah and like sometimes the inspo photo can literally just be one of your other photos like honestly I do that a lot like I'll just screenshot my own photo and be like this is what I'm trying to do again like Mm -hmm. for example like a photo that did really well and you want to recreate it like there you go that's and show it to the person because they will get the idea and see your vision and I feel like it's so 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 helpful doing that with whoever you're shooting yeah and then another thing too I feel like is inconsistent lighting like we didn't we shot at random times like we didn't care random like we would just like shoot at noon and like nobody shoots at noon like everyone knows like that overhead lighting no thing at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, But we would just like not really think about it. We'd be like, oh, like, are you free this time? Sure, sure. But like, and then we would show up and the lighting would be kind of bad. And then like this kind of goes with the next thing is like we would just kind of force it and like still shoot there even though it wasn't good quality. And like you Mm -hmm. can tell in photos like when lighting is bad, it like makes such a big difference. Like... I don't know. I feel like it it's, truly changes uh, the literally photo. everything. <laughs> yes, lighting is truly the secret to Instagram. I I would venture out to say, like <laughs> I just feel like it is so key in your photos. Truly, like mm-hmm. I just think it makes so much of a difference. Even lighting inside, like oh my god, it just literally makes so much of a difference. If it's like cool lighting, if it's warm lighting, if it's like bright lighting, if it's dark, like it truly makes a difference. So maybe if you're kind of struggling with content right now and you don't really know how to change your content or elevate it, maybe evaluate the lighting in your photos and kind of see like what kind of lighting you're shooting in. Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like the quality of the photo truly comes down to the lighting. So it's like if, Mm. if you don't have good lighting, then it's almost like not even worth shooting because it's like it's not like you can fix the lighting and it's not something you can force but yeah yeah like for example um we shoot in the morning and if we're shooting outside like either morning time where it's not super harsh like Alyssa said like noon it's really harsh overhead lighting and then afternoon like late afternoon love a golden hour obviously I love sunset but just like later ish afternoon when the sun is like over the peak Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and it's like coming down yeah definitely so important important and yeah I feel like lighting is definitely make or break so we obviously learned that very quickly and would adjust that to only shoot during specific times. So like, I feel like when we go on trips, like that also helps kind of with our schedules. Cause like we'll shoot in the morning and, or we'll shoot in the evening or at night. And then in the days, like when we'll do activities and like explore and walk around. Cause it's like, we're not mm-hmm. going to shoot when the lighting is bad. So it's like, we're able to plan it out that way. So I think that's super helpful. But in terms of forcing it, I feel like we just used to think like, no matter what we had to take the content like no matter what so it's like okay we showed up (laughs) we're at the location the lighting's bad doesn't matter we have to shoot this content like we have to batch it we have to shoot it and like I don't know if that was like a thing with Instagram or people would just do I feel like that was just kind of the vibes back then yeah like a couple years ago like I don't know why people are posting like two to three times a day and like the three 
the three row the three row grid of like yeah. the same outfit <laughs> you guys we've talked about this before but if you're new here i used to post literally three times a day and this was before <laughs> reels so i would post at 5 a.m i would wake up at 5 a.m and i would post my full body shot and then i would go so back funny. to sleep and then at noon i would post my detail photo and then at like six or seven i would post my half body shot like we like every day did we do carousels like, like i feel like we I don't okay? do carousels was the care no i don't think so. i don't think carousels were a thing because i was like i have all this content okay. and i need to post it like why you yeah, know I what i mean you're right that is so crazy i forgot about that but yeah three times a day you guys and they were all posts because we didn't even have reels or anything like that so crazy times crazy so yeah, yeah that's why we're like we really have to get like quantity like we need things to post so right that was was interesting yeah yeah so used to post just not with any sort of intention I feel like Mm -hmm. um just posting trying to get stuff out there and then also I feel like for captions now it's more of a thing but I mean it used to not be but because Instagram is operating and well pretty much like all social media is now operating as a search engine I feel like being really strategic with your captions is really important like instead of just I mean if you're trying to you know get your post out there but like not just posting an emoji if you like I feel like sometimes I just want to do that but then I'm like how is this really like helping me or like doing right. anything like might yeah. as well literally just put winter OOTD or winter outfit or just something so simple like sweater like something about a sweater just so simple just having something that could help someone find this post and I don't think you like emojis are not going to do it if you're just doing like a one heart <laughs> like even you know you could do like new york heart because maybe people will find you in new york but just like something you know yeah remember i don't even know if you remember this but i literally used to post inspirational quotes as my captions wait i think i like to remember this like how cute (laughs) i would go on pinterest and i would look up quotes and i would like save all these quotes to like a folder so that like whenever like my post every day like my caption would straight up be this quote and that is it oh my god i'm screaming that is so funny i'm gonna like scroll to the bottom of your feet and find this and like i i just like felt this like need to like share an inspirational quote every day so i was like so dedicated to that strategy yeah i feel like that was the vibe though it was that was a thing (laughs) yeah how funny i mean cute spreading spreading the love spreading the light yeah so again the times have changed but yeah definitely now focusing because of all this seo stuff like focusing Mm -hmm. way more on keywords and like yeah i mean you guys literally see my videos where like if i i literally don't capture my reels it's literally fall ootd emotion winter ootd emotion if i don't have like something specific to say because like that's yeah it's what it is so i feel like definitely interesting yeah it can just really help you the captions and i've i've like 
tested this out. I remember, I think I've said this before, but I saw this photo that I wanted to recreate and I could not remember the girl who posted it, but I remembered her caption and it was literally like, like something about the, about, it was a pumpkin patch photo. So I typed in what her caption was and I immediately found her photo, which is kind of crazy, but that just shows you that it actually is, it works. works. And then I saw everyone else's like, that was at a pumpkin patch or like whatever but yeah it just helps with discoverability so yeah so I guess the moral of the story is like put thought into your caption and be intentional with it and think of it like as a strategy because it's like yeah we all want to be like cutesy and fun and like use the cute emojis and like that's it but at the end of the day if you're wanting more reach if you're wanting to reach a new audience or if you're wanting to hit the explore feed like this is a potential way to do it because yeah. I feel like again you used to like be able to hit the explore feed with hashtags and then like Instagram would show you like which hashtags were like getting the mm-hmm. most traction on your post and like it was this whole thing oh my god I wonder but- if they still do that I don't think so at all like I don't even know how you get the explore anymore except for SEO or just like having like a trending photo like that so that's a potential way to help you with growth is by really like using your captions and for some reason I don't know why I feel like this but I feel like long form captions are somewhere someone some I don't know if I saw this on a post or TikTok or something like long form does really well because it like has a bunch of keywords in it yeah so that makes sense just like something interesting so yeah so that's kind of in terms of like shooting and randomly our feed as well mm-hmm. um yeah. okay so the next thing is collaborations so this is like after or kind of like when you get the collab after the pitching basically mm-hmm. so it's like the next step but just like literally used to be accepting anything and everything that like hit the inbox I think we talked about embarrassing collabs last week or maybe yeah but someone asked that in our Q&A and truly we're out here accepting all the just things like the most random things pitching the most random brands just because we knew that yeah like we saw a budget post about it. Yeah, so, like, oh, my God, I feel like when people used to post collabs, like, I'm sure that brand was bombarded by emails. I mean, it's probably the same a little bit, but I feel like there's so many brands with budget now that that's not so much a thing. I just feel like they were kind of scarce, like, um, back in the day. But Because it would be like, oh, my God, someone pays, like, pitch them immediately. Yes. But now it's like, no, like everyone should have a budget. Like it's weird if you don't pay now. So yeah, we were a lot less intentional with the brands that we partnered with. And I feel like now we're a lot better with saying no and not taking what does not align with us. And I feel like every single time that we have said no, something better has come our way I feel like that's the universe saying like good job that was a test yeah. almost um yeah it just well, puts just you in like, energetic again, alignment saying no was hard because like you said it was so scarce and it's like you don't know like what brands are paying or yeah. like what budgets and so it's like you felt like you had to accept everything because there wasn't like a lot of paid stuff so that was definitely an interesting time but Obviously, I definitely feel like I 
I'm so proud of myself because I even have started saying no to gifting, which is like, if you know me, that is so hard for me. I love receiving packages. I love new things. I just, I like love it. I love it all. And obviously like I'm trying to just like cut down. I want to like reduce waste of like what I'm personally consuming and really just like accepting things that I need or like a brand that I truly love so Mm. I feel like I get you if you have a hard time saying no like same so I think it's just like it just shows growth I feel like in your journey too where it's like okay like I've reached this point like I used to just say yes to everything I would take all the free everything and now I'm like really kind of pulling back on that and being super selective because I feel like that also kind of helps your branding as well and like how you are presenting yourself and branding yourself as your business so that's how I try to think of it when I am saying no and I'm like honestly like do I need this I have so much product sitting on the side like I don't need like more of whatever but if it's like a product that I use every day and I need like a restock then I'm definitely gonna like reach out and pitch and ask for that because I 100% know that I'm gonna use it but if it's just gonna like mm-hmm. sit there then I need to like I need to say no so Rush, yeah, I'm I love saying no now <laughs> I just like I'm not like I know it's gonna be strewn across my floor or shoved in a cabinet you know right yeah <laughs> at this right point. But yeah, I definitely know what you mean. But like in the beginning stages, it's like so exciting. You just like want all the gifting. You want all the brands. Like it's exciting. And yeah, but then over time, I feel like you start to learn like all the things, just like how you want to organize, what you want to accept, what you want your image to be and just everything. And then it starts to get easier to kind of narrow down what you actually want to accept and what you don't and I just like will politely tell brands and just be like thank you so much for reaching out I appreciate you you know for thinking of me like at this time I'm putting a pause on my gifting as I want to be very you know conscious of what I'm accepting or you could just say Mm -hmm. you're not currently accepting gifting at the moment however you want to say it like I think brands understand and I think that's the whole point is like for them to ask so they don't send waste and so by saying no like you can still say thank you and be very polite about it but just saying like you know at this time I'm kind of holding off on gifting at the moment Mm. um like I will reach back out if anything changes and that's just like a polite way to say like no thank you and then that way like they don't send it like because it does cost brands money and I feel like sometimes we forget that but it it costs that money to like literally ship these packages out so Mm -hmm. yeah I think brands appreciate when you say no because it's saving everyone time and money for something that they'll send you and you're never gonna like open or look at so just something to think about when accepting things that come in your inbox and I think too just like we used to accept super super low rates and that just goes along with because there was that scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. and like we didn't know our worth or not even that we didn't know our worth but we just didn't know the industry standard because no one talked about it so it was just kind of like a shot in the dark yeah no and then yeah literally no one you would randomly like talk to one person they'd be like oh yeah I charge like this much and you would be like oh my gosh you charge that much and they're like yeah what are you charging and you're like oh um yeah 
like it's embarrassing but but then it's like then you pitch that number for yourself and then a brand says yes and they're and then you're like wow i was literally losing out this whole time because yeah you just like didn't know yeah i feel like yeah we used to accept when brands would lowball us just because we wanted the money or whatever but i feel like now i'm in a place obviously i feel like everyone like the industry has kind of come to this place but brands can't be getting away with like extremely lowballing creators um i feel like it's rude obviously and i just really appreciate the brands that recognize and see your value and your worth and i just think that speaks volumes so those are the brands that I want to work with and those are the people that I want to be surrounded by. So just keep that in mind because I just feel like if a brand is trying to lowball you, they clearly don't value your work. And if they really if they really did, like they'd pull some strings, they'd raise the, the rate for you, um, especially if you see other creators working with this brand. Like a lot of creators, chances are that like they're probably paying people's rates they're just trying to obviously get a good deal or get a deal Mm -hmm. I'm sure I don't know how it works on the other side but I'm sure like they probably just like like, trying to see like who's gonna say yes to the low number first yeah because they probably they have a budget and they obviously want to use as many creators as they can um with that budget so just keep that in mind. Yeah, I think that used to be a very common thing. And I literally could like name brands, but I won't. But they literally Same. would like pitch you. Could and like them. you would be like, oh, my rate's like a thousand. And they would be like, okay, all we can offer is 200 plus yeah, $200 like that, in credit. And you're like, mm, no. At that point, like I would just, I appreciate when that happens, when the brands say like, something along the lines of like respectfully like we really value your work we do not have the budget that is even close to your rate but we'll reach out if anything changes like honestly love and appreciate that response over them saying like oh can't do that but could do 200 like no yeah (laughs) like why yeah yeah so i feel like we've come a long way in the industry in terms of like the brand side and us as well with rates and stuff and it it's so true because it's like sometimes like brands like are very specific on their briefs and like if you're not getting paid your rate like you could feel like resentful that like mm-hmm. I'm like doing all this work and it's like not even my That's rate like doesn't feel feeling. worth it so it's like making sure you are passionate about the brand or that you actually really like it and that if you are taking a lower rate that it's worth it to you obviously it's all personal decisions again it's like there's no rule book or handbook on how to do this it's like truly just like relying on your gut and going with like what feels best for you but the more practice that you have do that the better you will get at trusting your gut and like knowing when to say no and honestly when you say no to things like that it is such a relief and you're like wow like thank goodness really i did not accept that because i would be so stressed out right now like it just wasn't worth it and like I feel like for me personally like sometimes I do struggle because it's like you know this is like good money for a campaign even though if it's not my rate like it just feels like good money and it's hard to turn down but it's like 
you have to evaluate like what your schedule looks like, like what kind of content you're trying to create. Like if they get all these revisions and they're like super specific in the brief, like, is that worth it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just like a lot of things like you need to weigh out the pros and cons and if it's worth it to you. And like, again, relationship building, like does this brand have a good reputation? Do they work with a lot of creators? Do they pay them? Or just do they not? Like I've had brands be like, we'd love to gift you. And like, um, if it goes well, like we'd love to do paid partnerships down the line, but it's like, I've never seen them post a paid partnership with a creator ever. So it's like, why are they going to start now? They're probably not. They're just using that as a line to get you to do the collab. So just be careful with that stuff. And just like, just like, I feel like just check like check in on yourself like how are you feeling like when you read this campaign offer how did you feel about it were you excited about it were you like hesitant about it did you kind of get like an ick by it like really listen to your body on how you're responding and how you feel about it and I feel like that's your gut talking to you even if your brain is going to be like take it like you know scarcity mindset like we need this like no like don't force it it's not worth it especially like for your mental health it is just like Mm -hmm. not worth stressing out over something that's not aligned with you to begin with at the end of the day okay guys sorry about that um more technical difficulties don't know what is going on maybe mercury is in retrograde (laughs) i know i'm actually gonna look after this um okay anyways i feel like that was that was that on that yeah yeah is there anything else agree I feel like that was a good note to leave off on okay perfect so then I guess just the next things couple few things to touch on is we've talked about this is events and like we used to be in that mindset where we went to everything and then we realized that the payoff and the return on investment is actually not always there and more often than not not always there yeah not there and like that's why we wanted to try it I feel like we put ourselves out there we went to these events that these brands were inviting us to building the relationships networking networking with other creators and yeah just like getting our names and our faces out there and I feel like it was beneficial at one point and like we were getting what we were looking to get out of it but then at a certain point it's like okay like it's getting to be a lot it's exhausting it's mentally draining and a lot of the times the brands that you want to work with like they're going to reach out to you regardless if regardless you to their events or yeah. not I think it's like if you have a relationship with the brand already and you've worked with them like one or more times and they invite you to the event, it's really good to go to continue that relationship. Yeah. But if you don't have an existing relationship with a brand, then don't think that like, oh my gosh, if I don't go to this event, they're not going to work with me. Like they understand if you can't go to the event, like think like people have lives, things come up and it's not the end of the world you know yeah I feel like events are kind of simmering down and I feel like maybe brands are also seeing that the ROI is not like there sometimes I feel like events kind of calm down like in Mm -hmm. what is being provided or like what what they actually are 
But I mean, obviously they're fun, especially for like fashion week, Coachella, like those are really fun, but you just want to protect your energy and not give everyone access to it because things like that can be really draining um, and can give you anxiety. Yeah. Well, and I feel like for us too, is like we're driving from San Diego to LA. So every time we go, it's two and a half hours there at least. And so it's like, we have to make sure it's worth it. Like we're not just driving up for one event that we think might be good. Like we're making sure like, okay, we have, we're going to shoot, like we're going to get a couple outfits in, we're going to go to a couple showrooms. We're going to go to these events. Like we're making a day out of it now, instead of just kind of like popping up to LA here and there, just because it is a lot. So, and yeah, I think by protecting our energy obviously we're not as exhausted and we're not going to experience burnout as if we would if we were just going to all these events all the time and not really getting anything out of it so I think it's just important and maybe if you live closer it's a lot easier to go to events and it's not like a whole thing but I feel like events in LA are like a whole thing like parking is a whole thing like getting to the event whether it's uber or wherever sometimes locations are like not easy to get to Malibu (laughs) is like not easy to get to like yeah in the hills like it's not that easy to get to so yeah just like making sure it's worth it if you are going if it's a brand you love or you really really want to build a relationship and not just kind of random things here and there to make it look like on social media you're like go into all these things I don't know that's just like what I feel like we used to do it's like we used to be those girls like we have to go to all these things we have to show face like we have to like Mm -hmm. be there because then the brand will want to work with us but I just like don't think that's how it works anymore and like if a brand likes your content and you don't go to the event like they're still going to reach out to you and I feel like sometimes it's like different teams like usually they have like event teams and then they have like the PR collab team so sometimes it's not even related and they literally don't even work together sometimes yeah so just keep that in mind and then lastly just with taxes and in general I feel like we used to be so chaotic like just not tracking things but I also feel like it's not common knowledge like I feel like a lot of girls like don't know the right way to do taxes and this was such a peace of mind when we finally mm-hmm. got our system together. I feel like three main things is get your accountant, get QuickBooks, and if you can, and this is your full-time job, a bookkeeper is so, so, so helpful. And so mm-hmm. it'll just save Worth you it. so much time. And so. also like making sure you have like a business bank account slash credit card and making sure you're keeping your personal and business transactions separate because I feel like we oh my god used to yeah. like not I so, have like, one card yeah for everything and so obviously once you're doing this like making sure in terms of tracking like set up an excel sheet like track the money you have coming in when it's being paid like all these things and then like you said quickbooks for expenses and categorizing everything because you need which we literally didn't know until someone told us you need your profit and loss statements yeah um, those are important your tax accountant's gonna ask for that and mm-hmm. you get those in quickbooks or if you manually manually do it i guess but it just I feel like oh my gosh i tried is, doing that it took me yeah. like two weeks 
our industry is just like there's so much that goes into it i feel like it's just for peace of mind and to make sure it's done accurately like just hiring definitely a tax account at least for Mm -hmm. sure and then if not the bookkeeper as well because they know how to just go in organize everything categorize it all and then they give you the reports which is super helpful Mm -hmm. and then yeah making sure you open your business bank account with a business hopefully a business credit card that you can like get points with or something because like keeping everything business separate from your personal stuff because our our business and our personal life is very intertwined so you need to make that distinction to the irs somehow so having that business bank account is so helpful in so many aspects like it shows that you're taking your business seriously and like this isn't just like fun and you're just trying to write off random things like this is legit i have a business bank account you know filing your llc like setting up your business to and again none of this stuff was talked about or known when we started doing Mm -hmm. this like this was not common knowledge so it's like navigating it was obviously tricky and difficult and confusing because it's like how are you supposed to know what you don't know you know like how how Mm -hmm. would you know something because you you don't even know to ask you don't even know to look for it so right exactly yeah Yeah, all learning curves but if I had this information when we first started like wow would have been a lot easier so (laughs) yeah so hopefully this helps you guys whether it's inspiring in any aspect or just kind of tips on like what we used to do versus what we're doing now and kind of what we learned and why not to do what we were doing and how it's better to do what we're doing now basically especially with like tax stuff or just like collab stuff Mm -hmm. in general like these I feel like we feel like are the main categories so hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys uh do you want to share our listener of the week this week Yes, our listener of the week is Havana. Her Instagram is at H-A-V-A-N-A-T-T-A-N, Havana Tan. Um, Shout out to you, Havana. She tagged us in her Spotify wraps. And by the way, we are so thankful for everyone who tagged us. Like so sweet and truly makes our day and just like makes us yeah feel like what we're doing is worth it and that they're like are obviously you guys are amazing and out there listening so it just inspires us to keep going basically so we love yeah you guys. it was just it was so sweet to see it. and we really appreciated every single one who put that up or let us know yeah yeah so Havana did she was one of them and yeah she's an active listener she asked some really great questions and she also sent us the sweetest message about how this podcast helps her to not feel alone in the industry because it's such a common thing everyone experiences that at some point or another and that just literally warmed our hearts and is everything we could ask for in this podcast she's also by the way australian with the most stunning aesthetic so yeah had to shout her out we love you girl thank you for listening thank you so much and i feel like that's pretty much it for this episode apologies for the chaoticness don't know what was happening it's fine (laughs) um (laughs) yeah i can't believe again it's december 
and we're going to Vancouver next weekend. We're so excited and we should have trip details coming soon for you guys because mm-hmm. we're really, really excited about it. So hope you guys have a great week this week and we will chat in our next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.